Welcome to the Mike Davis Show, and may the 4th be with you. For all you Star Wars nerds and sci-fi geeks, this is one of your days, and it's certainly one of ours. And we're going to argue with Amanda over Star Wars versus Star Trek today. Could get ugly, might get brutal, might not be fun at all. No, we have all kinds of news for you guys. you got a great, uh, great, you got great co-host and, and a producer today who stole a car. <laughs> I have a producer who stole a car. It's the first time that's ever happened on the show, but I am rather proud of him. You don't know that that's the first time that this has ever happened. I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. No, I'm not saying you're... Blake, is this the first time that you stole a car? I have produced no. a show, and so is Clay. He gave me permission to use it during the week, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> I love the, the closing end of that sentence. As, and I'm, as, as, as long as I gave him free... Uh, as long as I filled up his tank, I'm good. Okay. Uh, question to Amanda, since Clay's not here to answer his, how many cars have you stolen? Hmm? Well, I mean, they were all returned. I borrowed one. I have borrowed. Well, no, it's, it's a really good story. My buddy Grady, (laughs) um, in college, um, I had just enough money for one more beer. Grady asked, can I have a sip of that? I turned to talk to somebody. I turned around. He had chugged the entire thing. So later that night, he passed out on the couch at the fraternity house with his keys on the floor. So he took his brand new Mustang, and I moved it from the east side of campus to the west side of campus, and I parked it. Mm -hmm. I put the keys right where they were, and I went to bed. The next morning, I felt horrible, Mm -hmm. so I tried to wake Grady up and let him know where his car was. He grumbled and kind of acknowledged that he heard me and he knew where it was, Mm -hmm. and I went about my day. Oh. Until 5 o'clock when I walked back to the fraternity house after classes and got tackled by Grady. Do you know what you put me through? Do you know? Do you have any idea? I'm like, I have no idea. And in Grady's defense, mm-hmm. we had another guy that lived in the house who had his car stolen, used for a drug raid, and they lit it on fire. Oh. It was an IROC Z. The only thing you could see at the bottom was IROC. That was it. Everything else was yeah. gone. It was burned to a crisp oh, and back then they didn't know no one had cell phones yeah so the police found the car they didn't know if anybody was in the car they had to call the parents the parents frantically <laughs> called or trying to track down their son i mean it was a big deal that's a lot so so in grady's defense there was some trauma that could be involved in this yeah, right absolutely so uh, he didn't remember me waking up telling him where the car was mm-hmm. So he went to the and it police. Was before you were a husband and you knew that uh, you can't just assume that a grown man Yes, actually yes, as before I knew any of that. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I tell Grady, I said, well, what happened? He says, well, we called the police. Mm-hmm. They said, well, you know, check with campus security. He went to campus security. Campus security asked him, are you, you know, pledging a fraternity? No, I'm already a brother. <laughs> you know, that would never happen. Well, are you sure that's where you parked it? Well, yeah, I'm, I'm positive that's where I parked it. Well, let's ride around campus. Yeah. So they get in the golf cart for campus security. Mm-hmm. They leave the campus security part line and hang a left. And all by its lonesome with no other cars around it. This is Mustang. Yeah. That would never happen. <laughs> all by itself. So he was actually a little upset. So yeah. that is my, I borrowed it from one side of the campus to the other. And the statute of limitations is up. And Grady has promised never to press charges, so we're good. That so that happened to my brother. My brother <laughs> bought a motorcycle. Yes. And the guy that he bought it from told him that he had to absolutely always lock it. Mm-hmm. Like, use this key, whatever, lock the motorcycle. Yes. So that no one steals it. So a day or two later, 
my brother ends up being at the same restaurant slash bar as the man who sold him the motorcycle. So the man that sold him the motorcycle checks to see if my brother listened to him. Yeah. My brother had not. <laughs> and so he moved the motorcycle ah, to another part of the parking lot. For a lesson. Yes. So then when my brother came out and started freaking out and then went to, we did have cell phones, went to call on the cell phone. It was a voicemail from the guy saying, I told you to lock your motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs> that was when you could call and you could yes. do this. Now we do have to have a big, uh, a big send off today. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is like likely the last. Are you producing tomorrow morning, Blake? Uh, no, I no, I'm not. So this is your last production show Aww. as a non-graduate from college. Yes. Saturday is the big day for you. Yes. Congrats. Congratulations. Thank you. That is quite impressive. Is it really, though? It, it, <laughs> well, okay. Your dad did it, so I'm, you know. I mean. I did it. Yes. So Amanda did it. Yeah, I did. So maybe, maybe not. How long did it take? Depends how you feel about the three of us. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's the whether or not it's impressive. And whether it was a good choice. Uh, like, I think that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really, really do. Definitely. But uh, but we'll say, though, but we, we know it's more impressive. Mm-hmm. The, 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 people, the people that help partner, partner with your show, Mike. Yes. You mean the people we should be reading ads about? Yes. I love Blake. I know. He's conscientious. Mm-hmm. He's timely. Yeah. He wants to make he sure. He gets here early, so I won't let him in. <laughs> yes. All right. Amber Crestgate Associates, they're a full service local CPA firm with a team of skilled professionals dedicated to providing top levels of service in the areas of tax compliance and planning for businesses, individuals, estates, and trusts. They also can do audits, reviews, and other accounting services. If you need a business evaluation, forensic analysis, or litigation support, Bill and Ken are there to help you. Abear Kresge, 460-0747 or online at abearkreskycpa.com. Awesome. Me? You! All right. A to Z offers free estimate and has been serving St. John's County for over 20 years in the construction industry. A to Z offers painted metal roofs for saltwater area homes with warranties for up to 25 years. They offer shingles, uh, shingle roofs with warranties for up to 50 years. And they also install tile roofing, cedar shake shingles, designer roofing, and flat Roof coverings. Recent job photos with material descriptions can be seen on A to Z Roofing and Waterproofing.com. Call Chuck McCone for all your roofing needs. We also have Solar Stick. Um, we just had Miss Hollis, Dr. Hollis, in. She was here last week. She was, and you read, you got to read this for her. Mm-hmm. So now I'm going to totally don't blow it. it. Don't blow don't this. Butcher it. Established in 2006, Solar Stick was a local portable power company, proudly committed to American manufacturing, constant innovation, and creating jobs right here in St. Augustine, Florida. We talked a little bit about that last Thursday. SolarStick's focus on providing solutions for self-sufficiency helps users all over the world complete missions and save lives. SolarStick, changing lives, saving lives, and reviving American manufacturing. All right, and Solomon Services, they provide all kinds of personal training for both youth and adults. I talked to Sal today when I was there, and we got a new ad read coming next week. Ooh, I'll get it this weekend. I'm just going to give you a, prima, uh, a preview. They're, all of their youth sports programs will okay. be back in the summer. So if you've got middle school, high school, or college kids that are trying to stay in shape or get in better shape for the season, Solomon Services is a place to be. 461-9945 
or online at solomonservices.com. Great place. I was there today. So, all right, Blake, did we satisfy the need for ads? <laughs> yes. All right. Can we move on? Yes. You want to do something lighthearted? Sure. Okay, let's do the story about God then. Oh, boy. <laughs> let's go God right. first. We have a bunch of trivia, and I've got a ton of trivia questions. So, But I, I came across this story. I've kind of been saving it all week for the right time, and I figure you two, right. intelligent people, along with all of our listeners and people that comment, might want to chime in on this. Me intelligent? Yes, you intelligent. You worked with dolphins. They said you were okay. The dolphins? The dolphins said, yeah, she's okay. The ones that used to snot on me? Yes, those. Oh, man. All right. That blowhole would get you every time. So, faithwire.com. Who knew there was a faithwire.com? I did not know, but you find a story there, yeah. right? All right. Um, the question is, can you be good without God? Right? Okay. Most Americans mm-hmm. answer a resounding yes. Okay. Okay, that you can be. Um, 65% of Americans believe it is unnecessary to believe in God to be to be moral and have good values. Okay. Just 34% of Americans believe the Lord is essential to morality and solid values. All right. So I feel like this is kind of an interesting topic, mm-hmm. and I'm curious what our listeners have to say about it. Mm-hmm. You know, do you have to have God to be good and moral? Mm-hmm. Is, you know, me personally, I think that two go hand in hand. That's just the way okay. I was raised. I do think there are people out there that are good people and are moral people and do not believe in God. Mm -hmm. Um, I also believe there's really bad people out there that claim to be good and moral and do awful, terrible things. So Mm -hmm. I I think it goes across the entire spectrum. But anyway, thoughts. Blake, you're next, so get ready. (laughs) All right. So I would say that it depends on what your definition of good is. Because... The word good. Okay, Bill Clinton's lawyer. Yes. (laughs) What's the definition of is? We can't do is and now you want to do good? It's going to be difficult. The reason I mention that is because if you are a Bible-believing Christian, there are some sects of Christianity that believe that only God can be good. And so you cannot be good because only God is good. And so, like, there was a parenting book I threw across the room and I couldn't pick up anymore because it admonished you as being a terrible parent if you ever said good job to your kid. And I was like, I can't. I can't. Because only God is good. But did Dr. Spock write that book? There's No, it was... Not your Spock, Dr. Spock. The bad Spock. The bad Spock. Not the (laughs) good Spock that seemed to live for forever. Very well put together, thin, pretty blonde woman that I didn't, I wouldn't want to meet at a party. Um, So I did not like that book at all. It's to the point that I wouldn't even give it to somebody else because I'm like, I don't want you to read this book and think these are good ideas. So then I was struggling with what to do Mm -hmm. with the book. Um, So there are some people that believe only God can be good. Then there are the people that recognize that the word good is a derivative of the word God and that all goodness comes from God. Mm -hmm. And so you are only good the closer you are to what God has called you to be and living within the, the calling for your life that God has put on. 
Mm-hmm. And then there's this modern idea that you can be good without God. But that's what gets me back to the what is your definition of good? Is your definition of good as you don't murder, you don't go around like trying to break up marriages just because you find one or the other of the spouses attractive and you want to have sex with them? Do you steal? Do you those are all if you're talking the Western civilization definition of good Mm -hmm. then those are built on judeo-christian mores which come from the bible and so that leads to well you can be good and an atheist within that structure if you are raised and imbued with these christian mores but if you're talking about like a tribe in the Amazon, um, like they might not agree with what Western civilization agrees is good. Yes. I mean, there was a documentary series, uh, I think it was Mike and Ollie, and they were living with an untouched tribe on the Amazonian River. I watched it when I had a newborn and I was nursing a lot and late at night, and so we would just binge it. They, they had a moral conundrum because the chief the chief's wife gave birth to a baby and everyone was so excited. They would not bring the baby out. They wouldn't show the baby once it was born. Okay. The reason was they weren't sure yet if it had a birth defect. Okay. The reason that that was a big deal is because what was considered good in this tribe was to murder the baby if it had a birth defect. And so now you have two Western civilization photojournalists who have been welcomed into this tribe and they've kind of, they've spent weeks and weeks with this tribe and they love these people, but they can't sit here and watch, like legitimately they were going to put the baby face down in the mud and hold it there until it stopped moving. And that's what they found out was going to happen. That was good according to that definition. So what did the journalists do? Luckily, the baby ended up being okay. Being okay. Okay. Like once it was out for a little while and everything sort of puffed up and the baby kind of pinked up and perked up, then okay, they decided that the baby wasn't defective. Because in their culture, in their understanding, if the baby had a birth defect, it was a demon. It Mm -hmm. had a demon that would curse the entire tribe. Yes. So what was good in their culture was to smother the baby to death to save the tribe. the tribe. And that was their responsibility, and they were fully going to do it. And these two men were like, I don't know what to do, because we can't stay here for this. I can't let it happen. I now know it's going to happen. If I try and stop it, then this man that has now adopted me as his son is, is gonna put going me face to, down in the mud. Is going to physically injure me. Yes. Like, there's, they were trying to game plan, what do we do? And you watched all this while nursing? Yeah. It's a lot of stress. I'm a glutton for punishment. That's a lot of stress. So that's my question. What is the definition of good? All right, Blake Blevins. Oh, boy. That's quite a question. I know. Listen, <laughs> I thought this was a great question because it, it does, it, it leads to a lot of places and a lot of discussion. There's been some really good comments as well. So, Blake, your turn. Yeah. As a learned about to graduate from college, young man. What do you think? Yeah, so I'm actually going. Oh, 
one second. I need to adjust my mic. There we go. All right. So obviously, my my family's a lot more different from like your family, Mike, and your family, Amanda. Like, mm-hmm. so so I grew up in a in an agnostic household to this day. So so I, so I have like different views about like mm-hmm. like like religion and all that. Yeah. But but that, that I I definitely see like 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 like, like why they want to show like like the, like like like, they, they, like there's like a connection between like good and and yet christianity in 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 the survey that you just read out but 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 i just still get to that point like the worst human beings that you have like you use this message of 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 religion to spread their thoughts of good even though to everyone else it is absolutely like horrific um like i would disagree with you on that true okay i was saying there is this misconception that all wars are fought over religion and it's all one battle of a religious sect over another that i would disagree with that i agree okay i understand look i I, I, go ahead boy i i I mean i mean i don't really have like 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 i i mean i mean i do kind of have a say but don't really have a say because 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 i'm not really like part part of like okay like like what happens in like daily life or like what like 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 the like the inner workings like i don't understand like 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 how to respond to a question like that like i like i, I don't read like services like like faith wire or, or watch cbn or mm-hmm. trinity so i so can't i can't really say but we'll say that like i definitely agree with the point like each person has his own definition of good i i maybe but just up to the individual to the side what does good mean, regardless of their faith or so that kind of goes back to my point of it's informed by the culture that you're raised in, mm-hmm. like what you see as good is informed by the culture that you're raised in, and while you aren't a churched person necessarily and you haven't been raised in faith, you've still been raised in western civilization which is essentially built on the building blocks from christianity and judaism Mm -hmm. um so that's sort of your culture i mean a lot of our laws are wrapped up in Mm -hmm. the ten commandments yeah right and 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 a lot of that has flowed through um a little different today i mean Mm -hmm. we're kind of we're kind of tweaking that maybe not to the good yeah um i I, me personally i think that it always helps if you have god in your life Mm-hmm. Um, but I was raised as a Catholic. Um, I am an Episcopalian uh, right now, still Catholic, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I had kind of had two things torn as a kid, right? You had the Old Testament where everything was fire and brimstone. You're mm-hmm. gonna, it, it's all punishment. And yeah. then you had all, and then me, the New Testament was uh, forgiveness and love and redemption and all of those things. So, yeah. you know, I, I look at uh, human beings and I think that there were a lot of great um, faith-based people in the world. Mm-hmm. That have done some amazing things. I mean, yeah. Mother Teresa, absolutely off the charts, mm-hmm. amazing, right? But there are also some humans that have taken the message of of religion and turned that into their mm-hmm. own power dynamic, absolutely. and have done horrible things with yeah. it, right? Spanish Inquisition. Mm-hmm. It was one of the worst things ever, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it was terrible. So I, sometimes, you know, man's inhumanity to man mm-hmm. um, over religion is is despicable. Yeah. Right. You look at that and you think, how in the world could you do that and participate in that mm-hmm. when you claim to be for this? And I, and I think that's one of the knocks on Christianity. If you talk to people who who don't believe, mm-hmm. right, that's one of their big knocks. And yeah, I mean, there have been people 
who have been bad that believed in faith, Absolutely. and there have been people that have been horrible that have believed in, uh, mm -hmm. that haven't believed in a God. So, yeah, yeah it's all there. So, yeah. Like, very lighthearted, Mike. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I thought it was an interesting question. And Blake, I believe it was ironic. <laughs> I, I valued your opinion enough mm -hmm. to wait till Thursday. Yes. Because I think you're a very insightful young man. I mean, we have old Mike and we have, you know, younger Amanda and then we have really Slightly youthful younger. Blake that is, you know, so I thought it was good to kind of get an, mm -hmm. a wide range of views on it. Yeah. All right. So what, so, so what next? Uh, so, so we already talked about religion. Are, are we going to talk about politics next? We sure, always, talk about, we always politics. talk about. What do you mean? Are we going to? Yeah. All right, Blake. In your world, in your world, what's the best and worst political thing that's happened in the last couple of weeks? Oh, couple of weeks. Well, oh. everything happened so quickly. By the yeah. way, the Dow Jones went down today. Wow, shocking! It's now lower <laughs> today than it was at the beginning of the year. Wait, weren't we putting something? Wasn't something contingent on, like, something at the 904? Didn't we put something on? We did. You know what we said? That once the 904 and Alberger came out, yeah, that if the right. stock market crashed, it was the 904 and Alberger's fault. Yeah. Right now, it's disruption teetering. Disruption in the it's force. It's just <laughs> teetering. That's right. It's disruption in the force. That's right. Okay. All right. All right, so so we'll say so positive first of all because because we gotta keep, get lighthearted again with, yeah. with, with that conversation. What what I definitely liked about like 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 our like our administration is, is is like is like the continued like funding of like science like space explorations like 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 understanding like the world around us like 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 right now like NASA's partnering with like different like commercial like suppliers to mm -hmm. help to help to help like to like understand like. How do we get humans to the moon? How do we get humans in low or or orbit? How like like how do we survive if we want to go to Mars eventually? Like that's like that's like what things like the best thing right now. Worst thing right now is probably the whole DeSantis Disney thing. <laughs> why? Do, why? Okay, so the Mars thing I get. Mm -hmm. And I understand because I, I do think humans were meant to explore. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I do think we've hit pause on that. Mm -hmm. Right, it's it, there was a we got to the moon and then we're like okay we went somewhere, we're going and go we back really next took year. we really took our focus off of we should keep going, mm -hmm. and I you know I would love for us to be to have bases on the moon and bases on Mars and other places I think that would be great mm -hmm. um, I think we have been rather slow at getting it done. Well, so, there are places I mean what we have explored <clears throat> on our globe I mean we assume that we know what we're talking about on our globe, but there are parts of Antarctica that are still unexplored, parts of deep ocean that we still don't know about. There are parts of the Amazon rainforest basin that we still haven't gone into. Mm -hmm. Yes. Like, and the tribes that are there are grateful because <laughs> they don't want smartphones. There are some that are grateful. They don't want a smartphone. They probably shouldn't want smartphones. Yeah, no, no, trust no, us. It's shouldn't. the end of civilization. They should stay right where they're at. I, I look at that on the the side with DeSantis and Disney. What bothers you about that the most, Blake? Like, it, okay, so worst case scenario, if, if if Disney leaves Florida, which is a small possibility, but there's a possibility there. Mm -hmm. What does that mean for us as taxpayers? Like, does that mean we get state income tax? Because because tourism is the, is the reason why we don't pay state income tax. Man, you're upbeat and optimistic, huh? Wow, I thought you were, I thought you were going to liven the conversation. Uh, I don't see Disney leaving because they don't have the finances to leave. Yeah. Um, and if they left, it would be 
minimum 10 years for them to actually shutter in Florida. And I'm fairly certain they think they can wait out DeSantis. Uh, I feel like they're seeing this as DeSantis saber-rattling for election points and that they've got two years and then they can continue doing whatever they want to do. And don't get me wrong, Disney is an evil company, though. Like, they, they, they do, like, a lot of terrible stuff, but... Mm-hmm. But at the same time, though, why are you going after your biggest private employer? I don't think employer? the linchpin of us getting state income tax, though. True. I, I don't know that they are that. I, do, I don't think they're leaving because they've got too much of an investment. Mm-hmm. I do agree with you. They're sitting around going, what can we do to just tweak DeSantis? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And let the people that are supporting us know we haven't rolled over. Yeah. And Disney controlled politics for a long time in the state of Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, they were the one of the ones against gambling. They were one of the big ones that uh, Disney and the Chamber of Commerce. So, if you like the fact that there's limited gambling in the state of Florida, and we're not like Nevada and other places, you can thank Disney for that, right? Mm-hmm. You don't have to like everything they did, but yeah. there are things that they were on the right side of. I do think that the state went out of their way to grant them incredible governance powers, which in hindsight was wrong, mm-hmm. right? To to have a business run a a percentage of the state. Was it the Washington Post that agreed on that? The Washington Post said that in the early 90s. Before it became became a political issue between Mm -hmm. Republicans and Democrats and and what Disney was doing in their movies and other things, right? Um, From a cultural standpoint. But yeah, I don't think Disney goes anywhere. I think they waited out. Um, What happens, I don't know. I still think Florida is going to be a very conservative state. But will the next governor want to take on Disney or will they let everything kind of settle down? Yeah. My take on it is the next governor will have no choice if Disney continues to do what they're doing. And they basically try to do an end run around the legislative law, pass all the powers to them before the law took effect. Mm-hmm. May or may not have done it the right way simply from a noticing standpoint. They didn't mm-hmm. notice everybody that was involved in it. That may throw it out. But when you do stuff like that as a, as a corporation, you're, you're basically saying we don't want to play by it. We don't want to be held to the standard that every other business in the state of Florida is held mm-hmm. by. We want our own standard. I have a problem with that. Well, everybody wants their own set of rules. Everyone wants their own set of loopholes. Mm-hmm. So I, I get why they want it, and I get why they feel entitled to it. But it is a sense of entitlement, and today is not the day to sit here and say we're entitled to this because we're a big, giant, mega corporation. That's not going to play well in the PR in the PR world of today. And, and Blake, I would think you kind of like Bar- Bernie Sanders. And I would think Bernie Sanders thinks that Disney doesn't pay its fair share. I agree with that as well. Right? I mean, I, I'm just, I, I can't imagine Bernie being excited about that. I mean, I know he owns some homes. I don't think he owns one in Buena Vista. He, you that might have been a low blow. That might have been like low. I might not. I might should not have said that. But he's yeah, he's not in celebration. I don't know no. if he's in celebration or not. I think he's got <laughs> other homes in other places. It's I incredible think- for a socialist to own more than one home that isn't like a small rundown shack. Mm-hmm. Politics has been better, better good to him. Well, a book deal was very good to him, according to what. <laughs> what was hilarious is that when people started calling him out on having more than one home, he was like, well, tell them to write a book and they can own a third home on a lake, too. Yeah. Oh, really? We have the right to earn our own money? Well, the funny thing is, is when he went on the book tour, they were charging people to be at the event. Mm-hmm. It was like 30 or 50 bucks to come into the event. I, and he said, I don't control that. The hell you don't. It's your book. Yeah. 
Stand up and say it's wrong. You're cashing the checks on Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't have anything to do with this. Just ignore this pile of money that I'm raking in right here. <laughs> that will put a new swimming pool in my third home. Is it just me or is he getting taller in his chair? He's just sitting on stacks of cash. Yes. <laughs> you know, I think since he got a lot of money, he's been less vocal about capitalism. Well, Every suddenly, once in a while you see him pop up, but he's not the socialist he used to be now that he has cash. He wants, Just saying. He no longer rails against the millionaires and the billionaires because he became a it millionaire. millionaire billion, so yes. now he only rails against the billionaires, so the like eight people in the world. Somewhere out there, there's a lobbyist that organized that book deal and said that was easier than I thought. Man. I'm just saying somewhere else like, we got him. That was a piece of cake. All right. Um. And you, anything this week that was um, good, bad, indifferent? Good, bad, indifferent? Um, I don't know. There's so much nonsense and garbage, I think. And I guess it's adjacent to to politics, but Tucker Carlson, the leaks on Tucker Carlson, those can only come from Fox News. Yeah. So, Tucker Gets fired, he leaves, Fox News loses half their audience, conservatively. So they think that they're going to backstab Tucker and leak arguably illegally recorded or archived footage of him. But all of it's made Tucker look good. None of it makes him look bad, that's the thing. (laughs) So whoever is the intern... That was, you know, cataloging those clips for the the file to make Tucker look bad. You can tell that intern was not a conservative because every clip that was leaked yeah. from Tucker Carlson, arguably the most offensive was, I'll find out whether I look good from my menopausal fan base. Yeah. But as a perimenopausal woman, like, not offensive. That's just as demographic. Like... <laughs> It's reality. Uh, well, the thing that's striking for me is 330 million people in the country. Mm-hmm. If you look at the ratings for the nightly cable news, CNN pulls in, and, and I'm roughing these numbers out, right? They're not exact. About 700,000 viewers a night. Okay. It's less than a million people mm-hmm. will watch CNN. About a million two to a million four are watching MSNBC. Mm-hmm. Tucker was pulling in close to three, I think two and a half or three million a mm-hmm. night. Um, the rest of Fox was was a little less than him, mm-hmm. right? If you added up CNN and MSNBC, it was always close to what Fox's total was. Yeah. Okay, it took multiple channels it, to well, get you, to. There's not another strong conservative channel. Yeah, you, you could say, you know, liberals have choice mm-hmm. in their propaganda, and conservatives only had one place to go. Mm-hmm. Um, but the numbers have dropped dramatically. But yeah. even on a given night. There's maybe 5 million or 6 million out of the 330 million watching cable news. Mm-hmm. But the way we discuss cable news and what's on cable news, you would think that half or 70% or 80% of the country is watching it. You would think it's like 80s Johnny Carson numbers. Nobody's yeah. watching it. Nobody cares. People have checked out because they're tired of being lied to. Yeah. They are. I mean, Absolutely. they're just tired. Okay. All right. Blake, would you like to play trivia? That's the reason you came in here today. Yes. The once. <laughs> Trivia champion, and maybe soon to be trivia champion again. So will this be the last time you win before you graduate, or the last time you lose to me before you graduate? Or or, or, or it might be the last time I tie. 
Oh yeah. All right. So I do have a. Uh, are you Blake, coming in? Are you three? Are you three and one against Amanda? I think I'm two and one. Two and one. You beat somebody else. You whooped my, your my, dad. You whooped the tar out of him. Yeah. So 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 I think I beat everyone. Like like what what one was like my dad and the Satoma Club. Yeah. You did. You did great. All right. Come on in. Come on in. Let's get you on camera. You're too good-looking a guy gotcha. to hide back there like Clay. I know I won the last time I played against Blake. Yes, you did. Yes, you I did. I know I won that one. Yep. All right. So He's got his magic down. hat. He's ready to roll. You know, it's you always better when Blake's in here and his 18 computers are away from him. <laughs> <laughs> Blake, welcome, buddy. Hi. <laughs> Look at him. He looks a little nervous. He's you ready make sure to roll. Your mic's unmuted. Yes, I made I made okay. sure my mic's on you. Bob, Bobby would probably say something if if it wasn't. I no, Bobby ask would because I would forget, and then I'd have to run back in there and fix it. Once someone in the comments said that it yeah. wasn't, <laughs> your dad is watching. Okay, so here's the challenge to Troy, who's watching. Right? How many questions can he get right while watching? Oh, zero. <laughs> I love this. I'm just gonna go over here and put a T. And a zero under it. I got that. All right. I, I think I think you're kind of right. All right. Wait, wait, hold, on, hold on, Dad. Do you know that I have the atlas right now? <laughs> All right. So out of interest, we're always hearing how um, people that are vegans feel like that people that eat animals do a terrible disservice to the animals and it okay. hurts the animals mm-hmm. and it, and it's not good for them. Uh-huh. Um, there was a story out a couple weeks ago about a particular. Um, a particular vegetable, right? Okay. That uh, when picked, according to the story, screams. Okay. So, which vegetable, when picked, screams? Which means maybe animal rights people should start worrying about plants' rights. <laughs> which is why I brought this whole thing up just to ask a question. <laughs> All right, man. First. You go first. Me? Okay. Yes. I'll say soybeans. Soybeans. That is really interesting and an ethical dilemma. <laughs> All right, Blake? I'm going to say beet. Beet. Blake's closer, but tomatoes. 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 Yeah. Apparently, tomatoes scream when picked from the vine. So there's been published in small journals, but there's been published research on this for about 20 years that plants, when they get sick, you can, if you have the right microphone, you can hear them screaming when they're getting sick, and you can hear them scream when they're harvested. They're harvested. Um, by the way, uh, Troy's guest, passion fruit, <laughs> if touched properly. And didn't you say vegetable? Or, or I would say improperly would have been the right way. <laughs> yes? Did it, but didn't you say vegetable, or, or did, you only, did you say fruit and vegetable? I, I said vegetable. He did say vegetable. Okay, so, so, so my dad wrote down fruit, so he's, so he's already 0 for 1. He's 0 for 1. <laughs> Wow, should we put a negative one down Technically, there? Technically, the answer was tomato, which is a fruit. So he led us astray. Yeah, I did. Your dad I, was the I only one I knew I was going to be criticized so for that. I just should have said fruits and vegetables. I Sometimes it's even hard for me to ask the question correctly. Did I get a bonus point for that? Well, you know, we don't have, we don't have, I don't have writers. I honestly don't. Mm, yeah. It's not like they're on strike. They're just never here. Yes. And normally... They would be working all day for me, but that's me working all day to do something mm-hmm. else so I can play at this in the evening. Okay. Yeah. Um, a Spanish woman working mm-hmm. with uh, scientists decided to go in a cave underground. Okay. She stayed there for how long? 
She's 50 years old, right? Uh, she says, when they came in to get me, I was asleep. I thought something had happened. I said, already? Already? I hadn't finished my book. So how years. many days was she underground? Okay. It's part of a scientific study right. to see how you would do without sunlight, okay. without human interaction. It was a test kind of like for, this, for space flight, right? What would it be like if you were all by yourself? Okay. Uh, they also wanted to know about sleep patterns, isolation, cardiac rhythms, um, and other factors in, influenced by extreme isolation. So how many days was How she many days was she extremely isolated? Wait. I'm going to say uh, 28 days. All right. It's a numbers question. So I'm going to say I'm going to go for broke and say it was more. 500 days. Yes. 500 days <laughs> in a cave. 500, which is and amazing. she hasn't finished her book? No. It's like, How what, long what? was that book? <laughs> is it Atlas Shrugged? It, <laughs> it might have been. <laughs> It was it was the entire the Harry Potter series. It was it was the Harry Potter series and the Lord of the Rings series and Atlas Shrugged. Yes, five hundred days. I can't imagine being away from sunlight for five hundred days. Yeah, I that would completely. I am solar powered and driven, and that would completely mess me up. Did they do a psychological eval to decide whether she was an introvert or extrovert? Because I feel like that would be a very different result. Uh, introverts are like, yeah, I'm good. Probably is like, yeah, going I insane. Them. They're like, oh, all these things happen in the world since so you left. Yeah, a lot of her life happened in the cave. I mean, it just, I, I wouldn't want to be in a cave for that long. Five hundred days, it's what? It's yeah, a, I, I don't know. Okay, all right. There's a North Carolina town. Okay. Um, little Switzerland. Little Switzerland. Yep. It is only open for a little, a, a certain amount of time each year. So, how long is Little Switzerland open for each year? It's made to look like a town in the Swiss Alps. Okay. It's in North Carolina. Right. But it's not open year-round. So how much of the year is it actually open for? I'll say 45 days. I'm going to go lower. Six months. Six months. Six months. It okay. is only open for six months. So the only good news, Blake, is you're only down two to nothing, and your dad is a minus one. <laughs> so you're doing okay. You're doing all right. And your dad is, like, missing all of the questions, too. <laughs> yeah, wow is not an answer. Okay. Uh, we'll hold back to that. All right, so Tucker Carlson, we talked about him. We mm-hmm. talked about him getting fired, right? So last week, he puts out a video. I gave you the numbers on um, what the viewership is for news organizations. Okay. Okay? So he put out on, um, I think it was uh, Parler? Twitter. Twitter. Mm-hmm. Twitter. It was Twitter, um, a little speech. Mm-hmm. How many times in 24 hours was it viewed? It's more than that now, but in the first 24, 24 hours, hours, how many times was it viewed? Blake? I'm going to say 35 million. It's less than that. 60.5 million oh, views. Man. 60.5. All right. Which is, which is crazy when you think about yeah. that's a month's worth of viewership on cable news again to watch his three-minute speech talking about i'm okay i'm gonna ask to define terms because we're producers 
we know that social media organizations have very silly definitions for views. Plus, also, it was also three minutes as well, not 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 like a entire like sixty minute program with ad breaks. So. Yeah. So I'm I'm calling shenanigans. I want to know what they're defining as a view. How many people watched it from beginning to end? It was only three minutes. So wait, hold on. So, so? what? So what you thing is Amanda? So so you can look at the camera and say Elon Musk Twitter has shenanigans. <laughs> I want to know the definition of this view. That's what I want to know. Want to uh, know. Wrong one. I hit the wrong button. I want to know what the definition of a view is. Elon Musk, text me. I'm sure you can find my number somewhere. All right. Uh, Troy, since you're commenting in here, what is your attention span? Would you have made it through the entire three-minute video? We're just asking what your attention span is. All right. No. So, <laughs> There's so many ways that he can take that question. Yes. <laughs> sitting here. I, I, I know. I, I, I've seen my and dad. I'm waiting for the answer. I have seen my dad on way too many just, just, just Instagram real binges just going like... Uh, dunk, dunk, mm. dunk, dunk. All yeah. right. Uh, what uh, five best-selling vehicles in the United States since 2010? Since 2010. So there's five of them. Mm-hmm. Each one of you get two guesses, right? Mm-hmm. So the five best-selling vehicles since 2010. Who goes first? Is it Blake or is it you? I think I go first. You go first. All right. I think Ford F-150 has been in the top ten at least for forever, so I'm going to go with that one. The Ford F-50 is the number one. Oop. Number one. Too late. Spoilers. Best-selling. You already have it. Uh, you, you, I, can, I can see it. Yep. I didn't look. Well, you can't see the next page. <laughs> what do you got? All right, so I'm gonna say, ooh, I'm gonna say the Chevy Equinox. Equinox. The Chevy Equinox is not mm. one of the vehicles. On nope, mm. it is not. I'm gonna say my next guess will be Prius. The Prius is not. Mm. Remember, I tell you guys all the time that. The electric, it's a hybrid. Ve- it's but not the electric, electric vehicle it's market makes up such a minor percentage of the overall know, vehicles on the road. It's a pipe dream right now. All right, so 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 you already spoiled it because because I was going to say a Tesla, but you said like 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 I helped know. you out. You're welcome. Okay, thank you. <laughs> All right, ooh. doesn't always happen. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate that. Ooh, ooh, boy, boy. I'm going to say it has to be another pickup truck. So I'm going to say Chevrolet Silverado. Chevrolet Silverado is the number two. Ooh. Number two. Right? You both have two. You only got two of them. You want me to give you the answers? She gets uh, one more, so. You want to get one more? Well, I started. So if we end now, then we're even, right? No, you started. One, two, two. one, two. Okay. So if you each get one more guess. All right. Because you only um, got two of the five. Only got two of the five. Let's see. I'm going to get. I love these answers in here. I don't even know, because I'm looking at parent cars. Okay, I'm going to say Honda Odyssey. Not one. Oh, yeah. Not one. And uh, Bobby's guess, uh, the Ford Pinto, they're on fire, <laughs> gets Bobby a point. <laughs> Bobby gets one for creativity. creativity. All right. Blake, what do you got? All right, so so it's definitely not a, a Yugo, so. Hmm. <laughs> no, it is definitely. They only haven't made those since I was a kid. All right. Um, on car, I'm going to say... Ooh, Chevrolet Camaro. All right. No. Here's the top five. The Honda CRV. Okay. Okay. Toyota Camry. Um, somebody had Camry in here. Andy Still Walton a had a Camry. Yeah, a Camry. Bobby had a Camry. NASCAR. Troy Blevins had a Camry. Troy's back to zero. Oh. Yeah. Bobby's at two because we gave him one for creativity. 
<laughs> so yeah, we had a bunch of people got that one. Um, the number three is the Ram pickup. Mm-hmm. Okay. Number two is the the Chevy. Mm-hmm. Number one is the Ford. So pickup trucks reign supreme in vehicle sales. In our very earth friendly, people still right buy now? Rams. You see that one parked outside? That's the only reason why I didn't guess because I was like. Dodge Ram, it was between Dodge Ram and an Odyssey for me, so I was almost there. Yeah, there's more rednecks than there are moms who drive an Odyssey. I mean, you know, and it's a big I mean, group of moms driving Odysseys. There are redneck moms out yes. there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Donald we had Trump. An Uber take us. That was a truck. Don- that was uncomfortable. Yes. Donald Trump is going to be on a town hall. What network is carrying his town hall? It's your guess. Uh, no, it's Amanda's guess first. To, okay. Um, um, she she guessed first on the on on on, on the cars one. So. Yeah, but you had the last car guess. Yep, you're up. You're right. Uh, you're you go. Right. It, it, so it's going to be CNN. It's going to be moderated by Caitlin Collins. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to go with CNN, moderated by Caitlin Collins. Blake, you <laughs> might have oversold that just a tad. <laughs> I tried to help you out and let Amanda go first. Like, no, no, I got this. I got this. <laughs> So instead of being tied, you you're still down one. Because I was going to say what American news. <laughs> uh, yeah, who wants? To? He's not big in the alt tech. Though. Which state though? What's? Uh, I have no idea. Com- uh, Couldn't care less. <laughs> your dad said. Uh, your dad said Comedy Central on uh, May 10th, St. Anselm Aslam College in New Hampshire. New Hampshire. So New Hampshire is kind of a. a it is supposed. Early. At least it's in states. Iowa. It's supposed to have people that are going to vote in the Republican primary. I think this is a total setup and a trap. I think this is going to be the most... Li- They'll probably have a person... Bernie Sanders will be dressed as a college student. I want to know how much money you're paying taxes. Right? I mean, Bernie I can Sanders hear this. If Bernie Sanders isn't there with the mittens and the hat, yes. then I'm not watching. Yeah. Um, it's a total, like... It's Trump's ego. Mm-hmm. Like Trump cannot handle... He could have like completely changed the game by just going to rumble. But he has to start his own thing, and he could completely change the game by, like, just not engaging with CNN Mm -hmm. and MSNBC and Fox News, because none of them have been friendly to him, but his ego is such that he can't let it go. Well, it did trigger people on the left. Oh, I'm sure. So, which... How dare you platform Which former host of an evening show on a cable network had this to say? Here it is, at CNN committing journalistic suicide which moronic former tv host had that to say is me first yes yes all right so i'm gonna say it's chris cuomo you mm. see still on tv so he's not former but we'll say though this guy was a former great espn sports center anchor overman Keith Olbermann. <laughs> For the tie, you got the moron question right. <laughs> For the tie, you got the moron question right. All right. All right. So uh, this this week, the Iranians seized an oil tanker. Mm-hmm. How many have they totally seized in the last two weeks? In the last two in weeks. In the last two weeks, how many U.S. oil tankers or tankers headed for the U.S.? Yes, Blake, how many? Under our other flags. I think Blake's up first. Yeah, you're <laughs> you're like completely playing on this one. How many tankers? Yes, how many tankers have the Iranians seized uh, that were headed for the United States loaded with oil? I'm going to go uh, Pete Rose with 14. All right. I'm going to say it's less than that. It is less than that. Two. 
Dose. Dose is the number right now. Dose is the number. All right, so it's five to four. We got about ten minutes left. Let me fire this up because I have and I have You're to out of turn. Questions? No, I'm not out of questions. Ah. I have Star Wars trivia. Oh, no. I brought Star Wars trivia for today because it's Star Wars Day. Oh, my. Long live and prosper. Yeah. <laughs> That's wrong. I brought Star Wars. Are you guys both Trekkies? No. It's live long and prosper. Oh, okay. I didn't hear that. You was... said it wrong and you did it wrong. Okay. All right. I have the camera on you, so I've saved your that, that's how much, from that, the internet. That's how much respect I have for Star Trek fans anyway. All right. Yeah. Who's up first? Amanda. What is the name of the Wookiee homeworld? Oh, I have no idea. Don't say Vulcan. It's not the answer. No, it's not. <laughs> um, I have a friend who would be just so furious with me right now. I have no idea. I'm just going to say Agrabah. Ooh. Man, Blake is nervous here. He's running through all the worlds that he's visited in the Star Wars game right now. <laughs> I actually had actually haven't played a Star Wars video game. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm gonna say, what's that? Uh, Oot. Oot. Kashyyyk. Obviously. Obviously. Oh my god. Obviously, the Kashyyyk wow. planet would have Wookies. Wookies. Yes. Obviously. All right. Okay. Um, Agrabah was at Latin, by the way. <laughs> yes. Um, all right. This one should be... I'll give you a little easier. What color was Mace Windu's lightsaber? Mace Windu. I'm going to say he was purple. It was, in fact, purple. It, Jean. it was, in fact... <laughs> and I know why it was purple, too. Uh, I know why it was purple. <laughs> Oh, really? Samuel L. Jackson couldn't find himself when they were doing the fights. And so he said, I want a purple lightsaber. And they're like, well, you can't have one because they don't come in purple. And he said, I'm going to have a purple lightsaber. And when Samuel L. Jackson says that to you, you give him a purple lightsaber. Mm-hmm. So that's why. All right. How many members are on the Jedi Council? How many members are on the Jedi Council? I did not know the answer to this one. He's counting. It's my turn first. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say that it's nine. I'm gonna say it's unlucky thirteen. Ooh, it's twelve. Blake is closer. Blake <laughs> it's is twelve. Closer. It's twelve. You guys are tied at six all. Okay. All right. Um, let me see. I'm, t- I'm I'm trying not to get the really outside crazy ones. Mm-hmm. Um, because we obviously because you don't them. know them, right? And and so I'm yeah. trying to to um, definitely nothing from from the holiday special, Mike. <laughs> okay, going to the holiday special <laughs> questions. All right, um, how big was the exhaust port that the Rebel Alliance targeted in A New Hope on the Death Star? How big was it? How big? How was big it? was the exhaust port? I'm gonna say it was. Three feet by three feet. Three feet by three feet. <laughs> Just for the picture. <laughs> two meters. Two meters. All right. Two meters. Uh, this one is... Uh, this one should be... Uh, what are Luke Skywalker's aunt and uncle's names? Uh, 
Did you guys not watch any of the movies? We haven't watched it since today. Mike, I have three children. And they, you don't seen, watch this? I've seen them so many times that I've tuned them out. Okay. <clears throat> Uncle Ben and Aunt Sarah. <laughs> I'm going to say... Uh, <laughs> Your dad uh, has actually got a point uh, now. He came up with two meters. All right, all right, all right. Uh, Mike and Mike and uh, Amanda. Mike and Amanda. It was uh, Owen and Baruch. All right. Um, who killed um, Jabba the Hutt? Who killed Jabba the Hutt? Who killed Jabba the Hutt? I'm gonna say it was Luke Skywalker. Princess Leia. In yes. A gold bikini. In an old bikini. In a gold bikini. In a gold bikini. I'm going to tell you a story about that because I was reading trivia today. She refused to wear tape with the outfit. So they had to refilm multiple scenes because she couldn't keep body parts inside the bikini. Well, I'm guessing she did that out of pettiness because George Lucas wouldn't let her wear underwear because in space in the future, they don't have underwear. So she had to wait a minute. Why would you want her way through that whole series with no bra on? So I'm sure she was like, "Sorry, they don't have nipple tape in space." Well, it was a long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far, far maybe away. Maybe bras weren't invented yet. They had space travel, the but they didn't have a bra. Is a bra. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to wear it under something, huh? Ah. Uh. Okay. Well, maybe they didn't figure that out. The Aztecs had wheels. They didn't use them to move stuff. They used them as toys. When the Aztecs, it was the Incas. I'm sorry. I've already been called out for vegetables and fruit, so I might as well not screw up entire Central and South American history. Get get your history right, Mike. (laughs) I am working on it. Okay. Um, uh, C-3PO is fluent in how many languages? I just almost said a cuss word. Um, <laughs> You're up seven to six. This could be the question, and we're running out of time. Is it me first? Yes. yes. Yeah, it's me first. Um, C-3PO. It's a numbers. One of you's going to get it right. I'm going to say C-3PO is fluent in 33 languages. I'm actually going to say lower. Six million languages. <laughs> <laughs> you just slightly missed that one. He has computing capabilities. Six million languages. He's he's smart enough to know six million languages, but he says some of the dumbest things. Uh-huh. In the entire R2D2. It doesn't say R2- that he's smart, smart, just that he's smart enough to know the languages. R2D2 had no language, but had better relationships with the humans than C-3PO. Mm-hmm. Yes. He wasn't uh, lippy. C- C-3PO definitely had Asperger's. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> it, we got about a minute left. Amanda, you're up eight to six. Okay. Um, let's see. I was running through. Um, I'm trying to come up with easy ones. Uh, what year was Star Wars originally released? 1977. 1977. He says. <laughs> Gotta go. 1977. Amanda has learned when Blake kind of like doesn't give a solid <laughs> Blake answer. Is fully confident. Yeah, when Blake is fully confident, he's fully right. Yes. I really he is a hundred percent right. Sorry, Blake. All right. If you guys get either one of this, I'll be I'll be shocked. Who is Anakin Skywalker's Padawan? 
Anakin Skywalker's. Back. You had to watch the cartoon series um, Clone Wars to find this out. And this person is finally going to get their own series on Disney Plus uh, in August. It, who's going first? Uh, you. Because Blank was extremely confident last. That's time. right. Um, I'm gonna go with the one my son had a crush on, Ahsoka Tano. It, 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 it was uh, Ahsoka Tano. It was Ahsoka Tano. It was. All right. Uh, it, all of these are nerd questions, Troy Blevins. Yes. <laughs> You're not here. You're playing from afar. You did get a one, though. He did get a one. <laughs> He started at negative zero and he got one. So for the record, Bobby Troy had two. one, Bobby <laughs> had two or three, um, Blake had eight, which is amazing considering we had Star Wars trivia in, embedded in this today, and Amanda with ten. It's rare that anybody gets double digits <laughs> in trivia. It's rare that anybody gets an eight, Blake. I'm going to tell you that, too. That might be the highest say, losing score I've seen in a while. <laughs> You know why you have you you have ten points? Well, it was because you you copying off of me, like. But, but at least to be fair, you weren't copying off of an AI like 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 like, like some of my college students. I gave you an I opportunity didn't. in the one to go second, and you stormed through the door because yeah, you had you the right answer. You insisted that you were going to be right. Strategy rather than computing abilities. Yes. All right. I hope everybody has a fun rest of the Star Wars day. Uh, whatever you do, do not watch Star Trek tonight. That's like sacrilegious on a day like watch today. Watch Star Trek. Be no. <laughs> Blake, congratulations on graduating. Really Yay. proud of you. I know your parents are proud of you. Uh, amazing accomplishment. Proud Thank of you, you. Yeah. Thank congratulations. You. rest of you guys have a great weekend. We won't be here Friday, but we will be back Monday with a whole new show. May the fourth be with you.